Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festivities festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. What's going on out there, wrestling fans? My name is Aaron Turner, and welcome to this special episode of Best of the Rest here on the Wrestling Sheet podcast feed. It's a special edition because I am unfortunately alone this week. Solo, a blind solo. The sickness has gone around the office, and it is claimed rachel sam evans for this week i'm a little bit under the weather myself as you can hear my nasally voice but we're hoping that rachel gets better soon and she'll be back next week with me but feel better we need you back so it's going to be a brief episode i'm going to preview hello wembley as i promised last week and then screwed up on the week before but we'll get there 
going to talk briefly about May Young Classic, about NXT, a little Lucha, and I didn't go to any local stuff. I am going to an NXT show uh, Saturday night, which is probably when you'll be hearing this, in Fort Pierce. So that's what I'll be doing this weekend. I'll let you know how that shakes out next week. But let's go ahead and talk about the May Young Classic. It was the last episodes of the first round, or last matches of the first round, and thank goodness, because I'm ready to get there. I was there, I've said that many times, humble brag, I was there, and this was the the last four matches of, okay, let's let's get out of here, I'm tired, I went through like 16 or 17 matches that night, like I'm ready to go. So, Hiroyu Matsumoto defeated Rachel Evers, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming, but it was a great performance by Hiroyo. she's awesome. Tainora Kanchi defeated Jessica Alab- or Elaban, it was an okay match, Tainara, I... Jury's still out on her, on her. Nicole Matthews defeated Ela Dawn, bringing back the Lion Tamer, not the Wolves of Jericho, the Lion Tamer, Nicole Matthews, proud Canadian, that was good to see. And Io Shirai making her WWE in-ring debut on television, defeating Zaya Brookside, the youngest competitor in the Beyond Classic at 19, in a hard hitting match. I want to see much more from both of these competitors, especially Zaya Brookside. I thought she was awesome. Io Shirai goes without saying she's one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. So it doesn't surprise me that she performed so well. Zaya Brookside I had seen less of and she in a losing effort where she didn't get a whole lot of offense in was still impressive. So we go to Round two of the Mae Young Classic, where it really starts to pick up. I promise you that. So if you've been kind of down on the Mae Young Classic, if you've been like not sure you want to get caught up right away, I, I hear you, but trust when I tell you, round two is a lot better than round one, especially Mako Satamora and Mercedes Martinez. Probably the best match of the entire tournament. So look out for that. We'll go on to NXT real quick and thoughts on that. Man, you want to talk about an uneventful episode of NXT. This would be it. You had Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era, Roddy and Kyle O'Reilly interrupting William Regal, and we do this back and forth, and it's going to end up being Adam Cole in a North American title rematch versus Ricochet and Pete Dunne in a triple threat, so that'll be cool. And then you've got Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly defending their titles in a few weeks against the War Raiders, or as I call them, the Boar Raiders, because I find them so boring. They I, they don't have a personality. They just yell war and and throw up the rock signal. Like, hey, they're Vikings or something. That's cool, I guess. But I'm more of a heavy machinery than War Raiders fan. So do with that what you will. Lars Sullivan came out and you know beat up an enhancement talent. Then EC3 came out and beat up Lars Sullivan, so there's that. I think the probably the best part of the show to me was the Mighty and Street Profits. Not because of like how great the match was or anything like that, but we finally got to see a side of Street Profits that we haven't seen yet, and that's the non-fun side. Like they just came out no dancing, no stirring it up, no none of that, no screaming from Montez Ford, no glasses, just straight business. And Montez Ford, wow. Just the helo over the top. The athleticism that this guy shows is pretty unreal. 
and he and his wife Bianca Belair might be two of the, probably the two best athletes in NXT, maybe if not the entire company. So I kind of want to see them together doing something because they are quite impressive as a duo and and Montez Ford on his own. My goodness. But the Mighty did get the win, so Nick Miller and Shane Thorne are getting some victories. So so that's good, I guess. The Mighty kind of bores me. I, I think they should have kept them babyface as TM61. Though if you are going to change to the Mighty and you're going to be heels, dude, you, you got to change that music. Music, that's babyface music. And it just doesn't. It doesn't work with their persona. They got the the long jackets and their their a holes, but they have like happy upbeat music you would hear at a pep rally. It, that doesn't work for me. Kyrie Sane defeated Vanessa Bourne with the insane elbow. Okay, and then we had Shayna Baszler come out to confront this new Kyrie Sane, who's this angry Kyrie Sane that's not going to put up with any crap. Like she's just she's going to fight you. And Shayna Baszler says, "Hey, I want my rematch." Kyrie Sane says, you're going to get it at WWE Evolution. So there we go. There's another match made for Evolution. We have the finals of the Mae Young Classic. We will have Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss, maybe. We'll have the Bellas and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad. No, wait, that's, I'm sorry, that's Super Showdown. I mean, Evolution, or Lita and Mickey James is also a match, but Evolution is so understated at this moment, I I don't get that at all that's a bigger discussion this is a nice landmark match for that card i just hope that it gets the spot that it deserves the nxt women's championship is on par i would say with at least the smackdown and raw women's championships for sure so i i I want it placed on the card good like towards the the middle if not the top because i don't want it to i don't want it to open because then it feels like a an other than like oh nxt is this other than thing and we just have to get through this it it deserves its spot these two athletes are going to do very well i can't wait to see that match and we ended the show with tomaso champa defeating otis dozovic the dozer with a draping ddt first on the apron and then on the inside, so Tommaso Ciampa, you bastard, still getting the W's. But big shout out to Otis Dozovic, stakes and weights paying off, man. The guy looked fantastic in singles action. A lot more to come from the Dozer. Big fan of heavy machinery. Like I said earlier, I like them better than the War Raiders because I feel like they have more of a personality. I haven't seen the War Raiders personality yet, but stakes and weights, baby, all the way. I love heavy machinery. And that was basically NXT. It was just, it was there. We're not building, we're building one match towards Evolution, but we're not building to a takeover just yet. That'll probably come in the next couple of weeks as we build towards that Survivor Series weekend in November. I want to talk about Impact Wrestling real quick. We don't talk a lot of Impact on here because not a lot of things of note have happened, but two things I want to talk about. The first thing is Moose. I love the new finisher that he's got, the spear that spins into a slam. That's awesome. And I saw his tweet that said, call it a spear without a jackhammer. I love that very much because he didn't need a jackhammer. I like Moose as a heel. I like what he's doing. Keep it up, man. You are entertaining the hell out of me. Athletic is all hell. Looks like a million dollars. I love what Moose is doing. Another note, 
Knockouts champion Tessa Blanchard now has a challenger for the Knockouts Championship, and it is none other than Taya Valkyrie. She made her return via video screen, not in person, saying that she challenges Tessa Blanchard to a championship match at Bound for Glory, the biggest impact show of the year. That's going to be awesome. I'm a big fan of Taya Valkyrie, big fan of Tessa Blanchard, big fan of people calling each other a bitch. I love it so much. So those two are going to be ridiculously off the chain. I like Tessa as a heel, and now Ty is going to come in probably as the baby face. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic switch. But those two, these two have wrestled before, but to see it on a bigger stage is going to be pretty cool. Quick Lucha, 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 Lucha Underground recap. Jack Evans comes out. He starts running his mouth about how if... He was at the wedding of Johnny Mundo and Taya, the aforementioned Taya, that he would have ripped off Matanza Cueto's head. Just let that sink in for a second. Um, we, we all know that wouldn't happen. Um, yeah. So Jack Evans got sacrificed to the gods as Matanza came out and gave him the wrath of the gods and disappeared. So we'll probably never see Jack Evans again. And well, that's a shame. More importantly, The White Rabbit finally made his appearance in the temple. And as Matt Stryker said, he looked a little cross. A little cross. Nice touch there by Stryker. We got the debut of the White Rabbit and El Bunny. Not in action. Not in action. Just watching the trios match between the Reptile Tribe, Joey Ryan, Exolicious, and Ivalice. And it was the Reptile Tribe that got the victory when Daga submitted Joey Ryan with an armbar. Then the rabbit, the newly formed rabbit tribe of Paul London, the white rabbit and L bunny beat down Joey, Ryan, Ivelisse and Exolicious and told them that their time is up. Tick tock, your time is up. So we'll have to see what the white rabbit and what the rest of the rabbit tribe are going to do from now on in the temple. Jake strong, the former Jack Swagger defeated Aerostar and Drago in a nunchuck match. Of course, it was a nunchuck match. It's Lucha Underground. And of course, Jake Strong won it by submission because that's how you win nunchuck matches is by submission. He submitted Aerostar. And then in our main event, we had Pentagon Dark versus Mil Muertes versus King Cuerno versus El Dragon Azteca Jr. for the number one contendership for the Lucha Underground Championship, the new champion, Marty the Moth. Whoever wins will get that title shot at Ultima Lucha Quattro, which begs the question, we're at episode, I don't know, 14, 15 of Lucha Underground, maybe maybe a little more, maybe a little less, and we're already booking matches for Ultima Lucha Quattro? I don't know if this is going to, I have to go to some sources on this, but is this a shortened season? And I just don't know about it because I feel like we got about at least 20, 25 episodes left and we're going to go ahead and book Ultimo Lucha Quattro. I don't, I don't know about that one, but uh, anyway, Pentagon dark does get the victory and he will be taking on Marty, the moth and a rematch for the Lucha Underground Championship at Ultimo Lucha Cuatro. To end the show, we had the Mac 
come out and formally challenge Mil Muertes, saying that he is not scared of Mil anymore and that he's not afraid to die and challenged Mil to a death match at Ultimo Lucha. So here we go. Two matches already made for Ultimo Lucha. We have the Mac versus Mil Muertes, and we have Pentagon Dark versus Marty the Moth for the Lucha Underground Championship. One more note, Ray Phoenix, whoa, grabbing it, creeping on Melissa Santos. Melissa runs away, and El Dragon Azteca Jr. does a helo rivaling Montez Ford's helo of this week from the corner of the ring, taking out Phoenix into the announce table. That was awesome. Might have been the, the move of the week for sure. But Lucha Underground, we're still in a building pattern. I think Marty the Moth winning the title was a nice reset. And now we kind of pick up the pieces of some new storylines going. You know, we haven't seen a lot of backstage stuff that we're used to, or that I'm at least used to in Lucha Underground. There's not a lot of uh, storylines weaving in now. We've got the the Phoenix kind of zombie storyline uh, that's kind of played out backstage. But that's really... About it. We're not seeing any underhand deals with uh, Antonio Cueto. We're not seeing anything with Katrina, who we know is still alive. So I'm not really sure what's up with that. If they just wanted to change it up, if they felt like maybe they were doing too much. I don't know, but it's a different look, Lucha Underground. It feels like we're just on a reset pattern. Okay. That's really all the, the wrestling I've got to talk about. I do, funny note, as I hit the microphone... Last week, I said I would like to interview Brian Pillman Jr., so if anybody knew him, please you know throw a feeler out there to him. And this other guy, this nobody journalist, podcaster, got him before me, which is ridiculous. A guy by the name of Chris Jericho uh, interviewed Brian Pillman Jr. this week on Talk is Jericho. It's a great episode. You should always be subscribed to Talk is Jericho because Chris is one of the best, if not the best, podcast interviewer there is i love his show i think it's one of the best wrestling pods out there but if you want to check that out brian pillman jr is on there this week and without further ado for all my progress fans out there and collider body slam fans that came over and now listen to this show i got to give you a thanks for telling me about progress and hey man this is something you got to check out jim smallman he's doing a a thing over there man you got to check out all this stuff and I'm not all the way caught up. I'm still weaving through chapters and, and this or that, trying to get my bearings. So I don't have a firm grasp on who everybody is, but I'm getting there, I promise. But Hello Wembley, when I saw the match card, I was like, whoa, this is this is European WrestleMania. This is this has me more hyped than WrestleMania right now. A big, big show with a lot, a lot of talent cannot wait to dig into this so let's talk about it right off the bat there is a battle royal i'm not going to talk about that i'll skip that because I, I i'm not sure of everybody that's in it. i think they still have names to announce so i'm going to push that to the side the first match i'm going to talk about is the progress tag team titles and that'll be defended by bandito and flamita they will defend against CCK, Aussie Open, Grizzled Young Veterans, the Anti-Fun Police, Sexy Star, not that one, the 198, and Eminem, and not that Eminem. Bandito 
is a guy that a couple months ago didn't know who he was. No idea. Through Rachel, my co-host, and all in and and everything I've seen about, hey, you got to check out this Bandito guy. One of the best in the world. One of the biggest rising stars in professional wrestling. But it's a lot. It's a lot of teams to be going up against. I'm going to give it to Aussie Open here. Those two guys, those two guys can get it done. I think it's their time. They can take these titles off of Bandito and Flamita. But who knows? Who knows? With this many teams, it it could go to anybody. But just for the sake of, of betting lines, I'll take Aussie Open. The next match I want to talk about, Jimmy Havoc versus Paul Robinson. No DQ. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Bloody Havoc had a great time watching Jimmy Havoc. I saw him live and at a couple MLW shows. He's great. I love the way that Jimmy Havoc says Joey Janela cracks me up. If you've never seen it, just the British accent and Janela's name do do not mesh well. It's it's funny. But no DQ between these two guys that are going to probably beat the living hell out of each other, let's be honest. I'm actually going to give the nod to Paul Robinson. It's going to be hard-hitting, no doubt. There's going to be staple guns. There's going to be tubes. There's going to be tables. There's going to be bloodshed tacks. It's going to be all of these things. Paul Robinson coming in hard with a strong style. I'll give it to him. Should be. Earmark this one. It's going to be a good one. Matt Riddle versus Mark Haskins is the next match. This will be Matt Riddle's final appearance not being in NXT. So his final non-NXT slash WWE performance. Bro, you got to do the honors on the way out. And I think Matt Riddle, unless there's some directive for him to win, which I don't think there would be, I think Mark Haskins will get the better of Matt Riddle here. I think they'll, they're going to put on a great show. I've seen Matt Riddle live as well a bunch of times, and, and he's great, and I'm glad he's in NXT but, you know, you got to do the honors on the way out. And I see Matt Riddle doing the honors here to Mark Haskins. Our next match, Mark Andrews of, you know, 205 Live UK uh, tournament as well. Great athlete versus Eddie Dennis TLC match. Of course, of course, why not? A TLC match added to already a brutal what will be a brutal no DQ match. I don't know how they're going to top that, but Mark Andrews can fly all over the ring. Eddie Dennis as well. So it's going to be bodies are going to be everywhere. I'll give it to Mark Andrews. I I like him a lot. The more I see Mark Andrews, I'm not a big 205 live guy. Sorry, but what I've seen of him in the UK tournament and the stuff he's done on NXT, Mark Andrews, really great. So I'll go with him. The next match we're going to talk about Trent seven, one half of Mustache Mountain versus Doug Williams, the current Progress Atlas champion. And this is not only a championship match, but if Doug Williams loses, he is forced to retire. The The legend, Doug Williams, will retire at Wembley if he cannot defeat Trent Seven. A lot of stakes in this match. Could it be Doug's last match? Could Trent Seven become the Atlas champion? A lot going on here. I think Trent Seven takes it. I think Mustache Mountain, I think he climbs all the way to the top of Mustache Mountain. He strokes that lovely 
mustache. He hits the seven stars. And we see Doug Williams call it a career in Wembley. And we'll have a new Progress Atlas champion in Trent Seven. Should be a great match. A lot of, lot of awesomeness from those two. Cannot wait to see it. The next match will be the Progress Women's Championship Triple Threat. Tony Storm returning from injury versus Millie McKenzie versus the champion, Jenny. Jenny has been on a tear. She is the fashionista, the biggest bitch in the land. Tony Storm is well-known, of course, not only from England and, and Europe, but in the United States as well, competing in the Mae Young Classic. Jenny as well was there. And, and Millie, I don't know a lot about Millie McKenzie, so I won't pretend like I do, but Jenny taking the title from Tony Storm. Now we get these two in a grudge match. And then you add Billy McKenzie. It's, it's it's a recipe for chaos. I like to think that Ginny will hold on because she's got the House of Couture behind her. So that's that's where I'll stick. I, I thought about taking somebody else, but I'll stick with Ginny. I think she will retain. I think that she's got huge upside being the Progress Women's Champion, and I want to see more of what she can do as the champion. All right, so we're down to our final two matches, probably two of the biggest matches in wrestling this year. The first, Pete Dunne, current WWE UK champion versus Ela Dragunov. <sighs> Guys. The vignette for this, if you haven't seen the preview where Dragunov shows up and surprises Pete Dunne, it's something else, man. The crowd absolutely loses their mind as they know that this will be a declaration of two of the best wrestlers, not only in Europe, but the world. And we will find out on Sunday night who is the best wrestler in Europe between Dragunov and Pete Dunne. To say it's going to be hard-hitting would be doing an understatement and a disservice to those two gentlemen. It's going to be off the chain, off the charts. Whatever Jim Ross adjective you want to throw in there, it's going to be that and more. And I cannot wait to see it. It is my most anticipated match on this card, maybe of the year so far since it was announced. And I just, man, words cannot express how much I'm looking forward to this. Is Dragunov is a guy that I had to catch up on. Pete Dunn, I know very well. Saw him wrestle last week. So this is going to be, man, this is going to be something else. This is Okada Omega level for me. I don't know about for you guys, but it it, it feels that serious. And I... I just got to move on because I, I, I can't talk about it anymore. And the main event, possibly, the Progress Heavyweight Championship will be defended as Walter, the champion, takes on former WWE UK champion and former NXT Tag Team champion, Tyler Bate. David versus Goliath, the giant Walter versus Tyler Bate. This could go either way. Tyler Bate's personality, second to none. Love the guy. Know him a lot. Walter the first time I saw Walter was his match against PCO. And wow, two dudes that 
are deceptively agile. So you're going to take Tyler Bate, a guy that's agile, Walter, a guy that's giant and agile, and put these two together. Man, it's it's going to be something. I, I think, I want to say that Tyler Bate's going to pull it off, but I don't feel like it. I feel like Walter is one of the best wrestlers of this year, if not definitely top five. I think he's really stepped his game up, and he's on a lot of people's radar, not just WWE, but everywhere is. They're taking it. They're going to keep an eye on Walter, uh, but I, I will go with him. I think he's going to be, I think he will be the victor. I think it'll be a hard hitting match. I think these guys will fly all over the place. And I think I'll take Walter in a close one, a couple close falls, but I will take Walter to win. So hopefully you agree. And if not, well, I guess not. Hopefully you can, you could make up your own mind. So let me know what you think of my predictions for hello. Wembley. Am I wrong? Am I full of crap? Just, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at AT Titanium. Tell me your predictions. I want to know. But that's going to do it for this week's abbreviated episode for Best of the Rest. Rachel and I will be back, hopefully in full force, next week. Quick programming note. At the end of the month of October, uh, there will be a different episode of Best of the Rest. I will be out of the country um, the week of Evolution, the, the women's pay-per-view. So I won't be here. So Rachel actually has an interview that she is is conducting with uh, somebody I'm not going to tell you. Uh, let her tell you. But that will be airing instead of our actual show. So just kind of keep a keep a, a bookmark there for the end of the month um, as we as we move on here. We got we got stuff going on. Sometimes this happens. It's, we apologize, but I think you'll like what what Rachel's putting out. She's awesome. So for Rachel Sam Evans, you can find her on Twitter at Rachel Sam Evans. I am Aaron Turner. See you next week, right here. Best of the rest. Oh, one more thing. Sorry, I do this every week and I forget to shout them out. Thank you to Morningside Lane, a fifth of Elvis, our theme song. Go check it out. It's free to download. Go Google Morningside Lane, and you can get their whole album for free. Download it. Support them. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 